0: That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up for your trial today. This podcast is sponsored
1: by Underdog. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian Entrickin.
2: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Entrickin a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BD Intric, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you all had a great Wednesday of baseball action. Going to recap the news and notes and more for you as usual. Get you ready for Thursday. So let's have some fun recapping the news and notes. The Washington Nationals earlier this season extended manager Davey Martinez uh, to continue on there to help rebuild the Nationals. And on Wednesday, the Nationals gave president of baseball operations and general manager Mike Rizzo a multi-year extension. So something's apparently going right in Washington to certain people. And I believe it because there's some nice young talent there. See where it keeps going. And uh, the only thing they can fix is how they're treating Steven Strasburg. But that's a whole other podcast for a whole other day. The Atlanta Braves, they recalled Jared Schuster from the minor leagues, sent A.J. smith Shaver back to AAA. That yo-yoing of different <laughs> pitchers in Atlanta has been a sight to see over the last few weeks. Minnesota Twins, they activated Jorge Polanco off the IL, sending Gilberto Celestino back to AAA. Polanco sit in the middle of the Twins lineup like he never left on Wednesday. The Orioles, they recalled left-handed pitcher Nick Vespi from AAA, sending Cole Irvin back to AAA. As Irvin's been a starter, a reliever, so on and so forth, the Orioles need more bullpen help, and that's why Vespi is joining the team. Patrick Bailey returned from the concussion IL for the Giants, sending Joey Bart back to AAA. Bailey's been outstanding this year, got right back in the lineup on Wednesday, got a knock, got some stuff done as the Giants had a comeback win against the Colorado Rockies. Not against the Rockies against the Cleveland Guardians. They play the Rockies next in Coors Field. Nolan Gorman was placed on the IL with a grade two right hamstring strain. Obviously not a good thing. We know he missed Tuesday's action. He got pulled in Tuesday's game because of the hamstring injury. Now he's on the IL. 17 games left in the season for the Cardinals. We might not see Nolan Gorman until 2024. In a, a move to help with the Gorman roster spot, the Cardinals recalled Junel. Quetercuto from AAA. Apologies right now on that one. In AAA, he's hitting 269 with 13 homers and 12 stolen bases. I imagine Palacios will get most of the playing time. We talked about him on yesterday's show, and he went deep again on Wednesday. Dylan Carlson of the St. Louis Carls have been battling an injury for quite some time, and he finally opted to have season ending arthroscopic ankle surgery as it was not healing properly. And this seemed to be the only action left for Dylan Carlson. We'll see him back in 2024. Riley Green of the Detroit Tigers has been dealing with an elbow issue. It is not healing appropriately, so he is now seeking more medical opinions. Surgery could be in the cards for Riley Green as well. Max Scherzer, who left his start on Tuesday after some warm-up pitches in the fourth, well, he's probably going to miss the rest of the season now and potentially the playoffs as Max Scherzer has a strained terrace major. This is a muscle that connects the scapula to the humerus. Obviously, it would make throwing a baseball very, very difficult. Kenley Jansen, who left uh, Tuesday's game with um, fatigue, they said, well, he has COVID, so he is on the COVID IL. We'll see when Kenley Jansen returns to the Red Sox. Ronnie Mauricio of the New York Mets, who we talked about yesterday's show in his first 10 games, seeing over 300, hit his first career home run on Tuesday. Mauricio is out of Wednesday's lineup with the Mets uh, as, as he's battling an illness, undisclosed illness, so we'll wait and see what comes of that. Hopefully <clears throat> some more news on Thursday. Good news for the Mets, Starling Marte who has been out for quite some time, has been going through the gamut of baseball activities. He's been running bases, he's been feeling, took some more batting practice, hit some big-time home runs, according to the beat reporters, in batting practice on Wednesday. After all his working out, Marte met with uh, the media and said he could return this weekend at some time. He's feeling good, he's put the work in, these are his words, not mine, so we might get Starling Marte back for the last couple weeks of the season. An MRI on Sandy Alcantara's elbow revealed a UCL sprain, so not a tear. But then again, most sprains are tears. So we'll see how this goes. He's apparently been throwing on the side to see how it it goes and if it's healing and so on and so forth. Skip Schumacher of the manager of the Marlins. So they're going to keep watching. They're going to keep evaluating, but would not commit to Sandy Alcantara returning this season. Sam, more news on the Marlins front. Jazz Chisholm left Wednesday's game with uh, knee discomfort. After he was trying to run out of ground ball in the fourth inning, Jazz just can't stay healthy. It's an absolute shame. He is day-to-day for now. Yodi Tavares was scratched from Wednesday's lineup with an undisclosed reason. We have no clue what went on there. I searched, searched, couldn't find it. So hopefully we have a little more clarity on Leody Tavares on Thursday, who's having a pretty nice season overall. Ryan Mountcastle of the Baltimore Orioles left Wednesday's game uh, with a shoulder injury. as He sustained while swinging. In the first inning, he'll undergo more imaging on Thursday. Brett Beatty of the New York Mets left Wednesday's game with groin soreness. He can't produce on the field. Now he'll be on the dugout with groin issues. Last but not least, the Orioles are calling up big-time prospect Heston Kirstead from AAA. He's hitting 303 on the season with 21 homers and five stolen bases. Many have been waiting for Kirstead's call-up to the bigs. We're finally getting it here. and uh, He's technically not eligible for the postseason roster because he wasn't up by September 1st. But an inj- all it takes is one injury for Kierstead to take over someone else's spot on the postseason roster. All right. I know I talk to you guys about PL Plus, PL Pro all the time because you know Pitchless has a lot of great content, period. Uh, but if you go and get PL Plus, PL Pro, you get the awesome Discord, you get more tools, you get more content, all the good stuff there. And in said Discord, if you're partaking in the other sport that's kicking off last week or heading into week two of the NFL season, most people play fantasy football. And PitcherList also has QBList.com. And if you have the PL plus PL Pro Discord, you have access to QBList, Discord, writers, and more. Give you some start sit questions, get those answered for you, and all the good stuff that QBList has to offer. So becoming a member at PL plus PL Pro gets even better than just fantasy baseball. Gets you the fantasy football needs you as well to help you win your league. So you can win baseball leagues, you can win football leagues, all by becoming a member of PL plus and PL Pro. Don't know what you're waiting for. It's well worth it. All right, some hitting highlights from Wednesday. J.D. Davis at the San Francisco Giants with one for four with a home run, a run scored, three RBIs, and a walk. Davis is heating up again over his last 16 games. Davis is hitting 304, three home runs, 10 runs scored, and 11 RBIs. The Giants head into Coors Field for a four-game series. All hands on deck if you can roster some Giants this week. Elias, Elias Montero, another Colorado Rocky, He went one for four with a home run, a run score with two RBIs on Wednesday. Montero now has a seven-game hitting streak headed into that four-game series against the Giants. Over those seven games for Montero, he's hitting .458 with three doubles, one homer, five runs scored, and three RBIs. He's still playing for the most part. Goodman's been the one getting the shaft since Chris Bryant returned. Still something worth monitoring, but Montero, he's always showcased the ability to have power whenever he's had a chance to play regularly for the Rockies. So, this could be a fun one here to finish out the season. And he's available in many, many formats. Dominic Smith went two for four with a double, a homer, two runs scored, and two RBIs on Wednesday. And he's quietly putting together a pretty decent season. And he's really, really putting it on here in September. Over Dominic's last eight games, he's hitting 429 with four doubles, a home run, seven runs scored, and seven RBIs. Pretty productive stuff, especially in your deeper formats. Make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box article on PitcherList.com for more details on the day's top hitters. Some starting pitching highlights from Wednesday. Braxton Garrett's got it done. It's been a weird run of late ever since he got the blister issue taken care of. He's been limiting the damage, but strikeouts haven't been there. On Wednesday, the strikeouts were there. Garrett had six innings, no earned, four hits, two walks, and seven Ks versus the Brew Crew. He had seven whiffs and a 30% CSW. And over Garrett's last nine games, he's thrown 49 and two-thirds innings, only allowed 13 earned runs. Still only 36 strikeouts, but seeing the seven K's on Wednesday, hopefully we can get some nice punch outs to finish the season. Drew Rom of the St. Louis Cardinals just wanted to bring him up because he was really good in the minors this year. They're giving him a little run down the stretch here. Hasn't really showcased what we saw in the minors, but did a bit on Wednesday. Rom went five and a third, no earned two hits, three walks, and seven strikeouts for the Cardinals. He had 12 whiffs and a 33 percent CSW. Really strong stuff from Drew Rom. And over the five starts he's made since getting called up. He's thrown 22 and two-thirds innings, 15 earned in runs. So obviously going into this game, 17 and two-thirds, 15 earned runs. But he has 13 walks and 18 strikeouts. There's a lot of promise with Rom. Maybe maybe just spot-spot streaming right now, but someone to keep in mind if you're doing draft and holds for 2024 and maybe we see a big spring that makes him even you know, relevant in redraft leagues. But good to see him finish out the season in the big leagues, maybe put together another good start or two. Jamison Tyon. He's been a conundrum to me because he was pitching well this season, but no strikeouts. Then started getting hit around. Now he's back. He's getting hit a little bit, but the strikeouts are there from Tyon, which makes him much more appealing in fantasy formats. On Wednesday, uh, in Coors Field, Tyon went five innings, allowed three runs on seven hits with one walk, so not great whip ratio, that's for sure. But he had five Ks once again. If you can get a K per inning from Tyon, that is really good, and he's been better than that lately. On Wednesday, he had 12 whiffs and a 30% CSW. Tyon now has 33 strikeouts over his last 28 and a third innings. That's the last five games he started. So if you can get strikeouts like that from Tyon and ratios for the most part are usually pretty good, he is a fantasy asset. That's why he was a late round target for many just for the ratio upside and the strikeouts are becoming a plus at this point in time. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Wednesday. Weird day in the reliever world. Robert Stevenson picked up his first save of the year for the Rays as Pete Fairbanks had the day off. Okay, Tyler Kinley picked up his third save of the year for the Rockies. He's been getting a lot of work of late in the back of the bullpen, but they're still moving and shaking other pieces there. So he's not the only pitcher in the back end, but he's been, I guess, like the 60% guy of late. So keep that in mind. Andres Munoz picked up his 13th save of the year for the Mariners. David Bednar is 34th. A couple pieces of normalcy there. Ryan Helsley picked up his 10th save of the year and he's got save in back-to-back outings now. So that's interesting to see because it looked like the Cardinals are still going to go with about three or four options back there but maybe Helsley gets the run to finish out the season. Alexis Diaz picked up his 36th save of the year for the Cincinnati Reds. Kirby Yates picked up his fifth save of the year for the Braves. That's three and I believe his last five outings, which is interesting. But it was an off day for Glacius. who picked and pitched in three straight games. He's got two wins over those three games. He's been still the primary like high-leverage dude. But Yates is clearly the number two in Atlanta on a team that's going to be very, very good, even though there's only a few weeks in the season. Could be worth a l- little stash if you need some pitching help. And then Tanner Scott picked up his eighth save of the year for the Marlins. He's been pretty good since taking over that closing role. Read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on Pitcherlist.com for more information about all things relief pitching. All right, before we take a look at Thursday's smaller slate on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors.
0: and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part: you decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of four thousand two hundred and seventy-two Noomers, ninety-eight percent say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. To sign up for your trial today.
2: And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by Pitchlist.com. I'm your host, Brian Nitrickin, aka KC Bubba. You have three games early and then a five game main slate starting at seven oh seven p.m. Eastern Time. If you're looking for some bats to target in DFS on the main slate, Minnesota's going up against the one, the only, Jose Urania. That's a beautiful thing of the Chicago White Sox. You get the Giants and Coolers versus Chase Anderson, which is great. Yankees versus the lefty Chris Murphy in Game 2 of their doubleheader. And then Toronto versus Nate Evaldi. Ivaldi came back from the IL, got hit up pretty good. Velocity's way down, so Toronto's very much in play. So some really great spots to target there in those matchups. On the flip side, for some pitching on the seven-game main slate. You get Kevin Gossman versus the Rangers. Rangers put up a 10 spot uh, against Kikuchi and company on Wednesday, but it's still Kevin Gossman, potential AL Cy Young Award winner. Uh, Kyle Bradish going up against Tampa Bay. Bradish has been electric this season, so really excited to see him versus Tampa Bay. I don't mind Logan Webb and Coors because Coors, the Rockies just aren't the same. They had they put up seven on Wednesday. That was big, but I'm still like not scared of them like we used to be in recent years. And on this slate with only 10 starting pitchers, Webb does make the cut. And then I mentioned him three times this week now, but his starts keep getting rained out. We'll go back to Clark Schmidt versus the Boston Red Sox in game two of their doubleheader if that takes place. Some things I'm looking forward to on Thursday. Um, Game one of the Yankees-Red Sox doubleheader, Michael King, takes the mound for the Yankees. He's been uh, getting stretched out. He's made a few starts in a row now. He's been very effective, so I want to see how that continues to go. He was a a popular pickup on the waiver wires this past week and should be for the rest of the season if he sticks in this Yankees rotation. Yuri Perez back to the mound versus the Brewers. Velocity has been down of late, has not been the same pitcher since he came back from the minor leagues. Definitely intrigued by this one. Braxton Garrett just shut down the Brew crew. Brewers hit pretty well the night before. We'll see how Yuri Perez uh, faces on Thursday. Nice pitching matchup in New York. Merrill Kelly versus Cody Singa. Kelly's been outstanding. Uh, Gallon's technically the ace, but Kelly might be taking over that role the way Gallon's been pitching him late. And Cody Singa's been amazing this year. Quietly just doing his thing. So really fun matchup there at Citi Field. Nate Eovaldi versus Gossman. Gossman going for his uh, AL Cy Young. Eovaldi trying to find some sense of what's going on in the Rangers or just keep falling out of playoff contention. They just lost Scherzer. They need Iavaldi to show up in a big way on Thursday. Big-time matchup in Toronto. And then, a, you know, one that most might you know, scoff at, Aaron Savali versus Kyle Bradish. It's a playoff-type game, Tampa Bay-Baltimore. Savali's been great since coming over to Tampa Bay. The pitch mix, pitch mix change. Strikeouts have been up for Savali. Then you get Kyle Bradish who's putting together an electric season, best season of his career by far. And so that's a really good matchup with Savali versus Bradish. So it's it's an interesting day. You got some really good matchups. You got a lot of great spots to target offense. It should be another wild fantasy, especially for September baseball. You gotta love it this time of year. You also gotta love another episode of the First Pitch podcast in the books. Hope you guys have a great Thursday. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap thursday get you ready for a full filled friday slate of baseball action but for now this was your first pitch podcast thursday september 14th edition hope you'll have a great day
1: this has been the first pitch podcast brought to you by pitcherlist.com if you enjoyed today's episode rate us on itunes Follow us on Twitter at PitcherList and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.